Hello, welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this show is dedicated to helping you, a values-driven coach, find more clients, become more visible, and scale wisely. So I want to thank you for tuning in. And you know, if you're not yet a subscriber or follower of the show, could you please make sure to follow or subscribe now? It's a really easy and extremely helpful way to show your support. All right, let's get going, shall we? This episode is so juicy. My guest is Michelle Pollack, who might be familiar to you because this is actually her third time on the show. Not long ago, she joined Brian Pataka to take over the show and share their experience inside the hive. Then, back in episode 32, way back in the day, Michelle came on the show to tackle some obstacles blocking her from putting out consistent content. You know, a lot has changed since then, but as it goes, whenever we reach new levels, we face new opportunities and we likely face new problems to solve. So Michelle and I worked on designing a formula to help her leverage her strength and bring some fresh energy into her marketing. Here's the plan that we cooked up. Step one, clarify how you want to feel every day inside your business. Step two, tap into the why behind why you started this in the first place. Step three, define how that why shows up in other aspects of your life, both outside and inside your business. Step four, apply those elements that you just defined back into the tough areas of your business. Now, this will require throwing out any rules you think you should follow. And then step five, put your why into action to bring that energy and intention to your sales and your marketing. So Michelle helps ambitious women own what they bring to the table and live and lead on their own terms. And I just want to say she is easily one of the most coachable guests we've ever had on the show. So if you're a fan of coaching, you will love hearing her work through her own obstacles as I simply ask empowered questions. All right, enough talk. We got to get down to it here. I am confident that this episode will help you bring some fresh energy back into your own business. So let's not waste another moment. Here's Michelle Pollack. Hey, Michelle, welcome back, actually, to Coaches on a Mission. Thanks. Great to I be wonder. here again. Oh, totally. I want, first of all, thank you so much. You and Brian Pataka came on and like stole the show, right? Literally and figured in all the ways, not long ago, talking about your experience working with me over the last couple of years. And then when we were warming up, preparing for this recording, I remembered you were, I almost forgot you had been on the show back in 2021 because it feels like a lifetime ago. So I think you win the award for most visits to the podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I'm very excited to have that award. I'll make sure in the introduction, so this is backwards for our listeners. So in the introduction, I shared a little bit about Michelle's first visit on the show, but I think Michelle, where I would like to start today Can you reflect back to that time and in particular that conversation and just tap into what you notice in terms of how you showed up then in your business or even in the conversation and how you're feeling today? Yeah, it's so interesting. That first time I came on the podcast, I was so desperate to figure out my messaging. Mm. 
oh my gosh, I was just like, and my energy around it was so, it was frantic. I mean, I remember listening back to that podcast. I was so loud. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe I didn't blast you out. (laughs) And I just had this frantic, like this desperate energy to get clear about my messaging, which that podcast really started me down the road of getting a lot of clarity. And now, even just showing up with you today, like I was so nervous that day for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And today I feel so, I just feel grounded and I know that I'm going to walk away with value no matter where we go. Whereas that day it was like, I don't know. I also remember very specifically, you said something to me and I had like a full body experience. I remember that. So we really like dug into something. It was intense. So we'll see where we go today. It just, I think my whole business feels more grounded in general than it did at that moment, which is a really cool thing to notice and to have awareness around. I totally agree. We had that whole conversation about peacocks, remember? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I just heard you say your business today feels much more grounded. And yet... And yet... There's energy stirring up for you. So fill our listeners in a little bit on where you're at today and what it is you want to focus on in our conversation. So my business is in a place right now. I have a great business. I love my clients. I love what I do. And I've hit a financial goal in my business that so many people desire. And I hit that goal and now I've kind of stayed stuck there. Yeah. And I've been working on growing and I feel stuck in general. I'm pushing so hard to get myself to the next level. And I know I'm pushing too hard and it doesn't feel good anymore. Like that push is different than the desire It feels like there's so much pressure around my business right now, around myself and getting to the next level. And I feel like I'm just kind of, I'm trying to do everything and so I'm doing nothing. Right. You're really busy, but not necessarily moving the needle. Yeah. Like I'm spinning my wheels. Yep. Yep. The thing that I have noticed in my own journey 20 some odd years now is... And I see this a lot, and I'm actually going to put numbers on it that are, this is not a scientific experiment, everyone, but this is what I've observed working a lot of years with a lot of coaches. The actions that get us from zero to six figures, that is brute force, (laughs) right? That's our hustle. That's our resourcefulness. That's leveraging our relationships more than our brand, right? And then to go from 120K to 250 We try, (laughs) we try the same energy and it just doesn't have the same effect. So then we throw money at the problem. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have thrown too much money at the problem and I'm like, I'm done with that. Yep. Totally. Because that's not working either. And then we start to reminisce about the days when it was only 120K and we were paying ourselves 70% of that and what a life we had, right? And then trying to get to 250, we can easily over – I'm using air quotes around over-invest because 
I see the profit margin does need to dip in order to get to the next level and then the profit margin grows again. But then Mm -hmm. we just get in the habit of like outsourcing this or outsourcing that or buying this course or, you know. So that's the 250K. So we the things that get you to 150K are the habits you have to break to get to 250. Which is so true. Like, right? That's, I mean, that's what I say with my clients all the time. The thing that got you here is not the thing that will get you there. And somehow, once again, I forget it for myself in my business. <laughs> yeah. We're too close to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in and the fishbowl. Totally. So from 250 to 500, same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From 500 to 750, same thing. That 750 barrier took me way too long to – not, you know, of course now looking back, not. But I was at 750 for a long time before I was yeah. able to break that. So it's this cycle of relearning – Right. And like sort of a wardrobe change, right? It's time to clean out the closet and update your wardrobe. It reminds me of parenting a little bit, right? Right. As you get used to how your kids act showing up and like acting and you know how to handle it, they go and change. (laughs) So I think I have to think about this that way. Like stop trying to just keep doing the same things you've been doing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the next thing I want to know and I had this picture of Sisyphus, right, rolling a boulder up a hill. Mm. You talked about the energy being there. I'm not going to get the words right, but like the energy being there, but the purpose not being there or the drive not being the same. You made a distinction like that. Yeah. It's like I can feel it. My husband actually mentioned that he noticed it to me mm. last weekend. And so I've I've actually stepped back a little bit and I can feel a difference. It was like – I was pushing so hard, you know, and just getting red in the face and not really moving anywhere. Yeah. And so I did like this last week, I just kind of like, I was like, I'm not going to push this week. And it felt better. Yes. But that push is, I don't even know what to say about it. It was really like, when I say spinning my wheels, that image of like a car that is mm-hmm. just like can't get out of the ditch, that was yeah, me. That was it, you. it is me. I mean, I think I've like right now I feel a little resigned to being in the ditch. Okay. Okay. But I'd it's like a pretty... to find my way out in a different way than spinning my wheels. Yep. I hear you. Okay. So how do you want to feel in the day-to-day operations of your business? <sighs> I want to feel spacious. Mm-hmm. I want to feel intentional. And I'm hesitant to use this word because there's so much around it, but I do want to feel productive. I want to feel like maybe I'm making progress or like my actions are paying off in some way. Yeah. I call this, and I see it a lot, we just want proof of our progress. It doesn't have to be a lot, right? But that real experience of traction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. So the pushing is there, right? The energy is there, but the purpose is less clear. Why are you doing this in the first place? What's the point? As you just said that, I I was it's so funny. I was talking about my business with someone last night, and the purpose is still there. I mm-hmm. just had forgotten about it a little bit. It is so important to me that women allow themselves to step into their next level and the greatness that they 
deep down somewhere no exists for themselves because <sighs> I think that truly, I mean, this might sound dramatic, but I actually believe that our survival, this country depends on it. Yeah. We need more female leadership in whatever capacity that looks like for you. It doesn't have to be like in the Senate or as a CEO, but we need more women doing the thing that they want to be doing. Yeah. And having the impact they want to be having in the world. Yeah. It's really so important. I see it in your face. Yeah. So if you thought about the impact that you want to have, I'm going to take this somewhere because I'm feeling called. What's okay. the impact you want to have with your family, mm. your kids? <laughs> I've been getting so emotional around my children lately because my yeah. older daughter is 14 and she's going to high school. Aww. And so she's leaving me in four years. And I know that's not like, that's a long time, but it's not. It's not. I, it's really just hit me this year. So I think the impact I want to have with my kids is that they get to go out in the world and be fully them. Mm. Like who they are as they are, what they love, what they believe in, how they want to be and who they want to be. That's perfect. Yes. You know, not, I don't mean perfect, perfect, but that's just the way, like, that's mm -hmm. exactly right. And that's yeah. what I want them to know. Yeah. Yeah. What about with the friends you care for most? What's the impact you want to have? Mm. Oh, God, Dallas, you're really getting me today. <laughs> oh, well, I want them to know how important they are to me, that the connection that I have with those people is kind of my lifeblood. Yeah. Connection is so important to me. And that connection I have with my dearest friends is everything to me. So I want them to know that they can rely on me for that same thing. I guess yes. that's the impact I want to have on them is that they know that I will always be there. Yes. They can yeah. always count on me no yeah. matter what. What about the impact on your clients? Mm. It's kind of a combination of the two. That's what I was um, wondering. Plus, it's like, yeah, for my clients, one of the biggest things is it's not about changing you. It might be about changing your habits. It's about discovering how you get to show up in the world being the youest you you can be. <sighs> yes. And the impact that that has when we show up that way, when we all have permission to show up that way. So I want to have, I want to guide them in that. I also want them to feel seen mm -hmm. and to, that, you know, there's a lot of work I do with my client. A lot of my clients are really stuck in people pleasing and perfectionism, which is such, women feel so isolated in that. Like they're the only ones. And I, right. I want them to start to understand and feel educated about the fact that that is actually a symptom of our patriarchal culture. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with them. They're not like, and it's changeable. It's, it's changeable. Shiftable. Yeah. And I want them to know that I, I hold their dreams even when they struggle to do that for themselves. Yes. Okay. That my belief in them is if they lose it in themselves, I can help them to guide them back to it because I have it no matter what. 
Right. So I don't know if you're noticing it, but you're kind of sharing different layers or different versions of the same impact here. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. This reliability with your friends mm-hmm. and your clients, this desire for your children, your friends, and your clients to really understand and feel empowered to be the youest version of you that they can mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And that that is just right. Like there's a theme here. So I'm going to turn this against you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's imagine that your business wasn't you. It didn't live in your laptop and it wasn't on your Instagram feed. It's this living, breathing entity sitting mm. sitting beside you or sitting across the coffee table from you. What would it be like for your business if your business was allowed to be the youest version of you it wanted to be? What would it look like or how would it feel or what can you... Whatever comes up in terms of how you want to answer that. We're just imagining now that you're relating to your business in the way that you'd easily, naturally, and purposefully relate to your kids, to your friends, and to your clients. So as you picture that, what do you notice? Well, I notice that there's a... Gosh... It's like there's a love for my business that Mm -hmm. rather than there's been a resentment, I think almost, or a have to, or like, oh, you know, I'm dragging myself. I get so excited when I get to get on the phone with a client, but then when I get into the marketing and the sales stuff, it's like, oh, feels like such a drag. And so all of a sudden it's like, well, what happens if I hold that vision for my marketing And the marketing and sales arm of my business and the way I do hold the vision for a client, right? It's much more expansive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's bring it back to parenthood for a second. It's really – so Farina is eight and a half. And I had Mm -hmm. a similar experience this year. I was like, she's eight when she turned eight. She's eight. That means in a year she's going to be nine, which means she's halfway through her time living in my house. And I really was impacted by that too. But so bedtime, bedtime with children. (laughs) It's so easy for me to relate to it as quietly resenting it. I want Mm -hmm. it to be over yesterday. Right. And of course, this is when she gets playful and really wants most to connect. And I like get your teeth brushed and did you go to the bathroom and quick, let's read. I just, I want the day to be done. And it's easy for me to relate to that as burdensome. And I miss everything. She actually called me out on this, I don't know, a couple of years ago. She's sitting on the potty looking up at me and she's, and she said, Mom, you're missing it, this kid of oh. mine. Right. She's like, you're missing it. You're rushing me and you're missing out on our time together. And she was totally right. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in for it. I'm in for it. <laughs> you sure are, but man, what a gift. So from that moment on, I have consciously chosen to relate to bedtime. And it's not always easy, but it's way no. easier. And the reward is intense. I relate to bedtime as our time together. Like This is my opportunity for her to know I'm rock solid with her and for her to share all the shit that happened during the day in this like precious little container together. And it has been life-changing. 
truly. So what I you just reminded me of that. And I know as a mom, you can relate to this, these moments yeah. where we can choose to relate differently. And when we do, our experience inside of packing lunch and doing drop-off and all the tedious stuff can really, really shift. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk more tangibly now about, you said the marketing, right? So the marketing yeah. of your business. How can you shift the way you relate to those burdensome actions? I think there's something in here for me about finding a new way to relate to this idea of getting clients. Uh, when I get on a discovery call with somebody, it is not about selling them. It is about, it's genuinely about, are we a match? Can I serve this person? And it feels great. It feels great when I can genuinely say to somebody, I don't think I'm the right person for you. Let me help you find the person that is, right? So I want to feel that way when I'm putting content out or I want to feel like I'm being of service in that way without putting too much pressure on showing up and giving value, right? Because you can get so stuck in, I want to give value, but I don't want it to be so precious. Like I have to give value all the time. Yes. Yes. So that that's one part. And then the other part is there's a feeling of not knowing how still for me around I can sell in an email and say, listen, I've got this program where I have two spots available for private coaching. But in the day-to-day of showing up on social media, I'm stuck in a little bit of like, I don't know how to do this. And I see everybody around me doing it and they, I'm like, oh, that's how to do it. But then I try to translate it to myself and I'm like, I freeze. I go into freeze a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's those two things of, I mean, the thing that comes to me around the selling is like, just try, <laughs> just do the thing you tell everybody, you know, I just put yourself out there and try The worst thing that happens is you don't sell, <laughs> but yeah. you're not doing that by not putting it out there anyhow, right? I'm yeah. not selling if I'm not putting it out. So, but then the marketing aspect of it is separate. So the second part's easier. Like I just got to start trying things and doing it more. Like give myself a challenge to how many times am I going to show up and sell more in my marketing? How would that strategy work if applied to parenting? I'm going to give myself a challenge to show up and do this inconvenient thing in an experimental way. I've Something shifted. It went from connected and purposeful yeah. and meaningful to yeah, yeah. I'm going to like over-gamify this a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to speak to our audience for a second, Michelle. This is for you too. There's a huge difference between tactics and strategies. And often we reach for the tactics because they're like a shorter term fix and tactics are not built in strategy. Okay. You just nailed it. I've been swimming in tactics. Yeah. So Mm. I I just got back, like I veered off to that course a little bit because it's what I know, right? That's what I've been doing. So it's what I know. So we're going to reel it back in. I'm not going to gamify it. (laughs) Great. I got to say two other things here. 
tactics give us a false sense of control in the same way that pushing, the pushing you described earlier, gives us a false sense of control, which is why we go there. I would like to know how the story ends, please. So I need as much control right now as possible in order to feel more rooted, even though it has the opposite effect. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed okay, it. so okay. we're going to we're going to untangle this a little bit because you are unconsciously applying a strategy in your sales calls. You don't even know you're doing it. But a strategy is the first step to any strategy is the mindset around it. And from the mindset come the actions. So let's mm-hmm. use the strategy. It feels weird to even say that, but the strategy you apply, you naturally show up in, in your sales calls as a template for a strategy for social media marketing and sales. Great. So take us through, first of all, the mindset that you show up in at the beginning and throughout a sales call, in particular when you're presenting the invitation. So it's about the other person. It's about them. Why are they showing up with me that day? What's important to them? And how can I be of service to them and helping them to get there? Will us working together support them in getting the thing that they desire? Yes. And in helping them feel seen and being the youiest you they can be? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely about helping them feel seen. And yes, because a huge part of what goes on for me, particularly when I'm doing a call with a woman, because I do work with some men, but this really shows up with women, is that when I ask them to talk about their strengths, they can't do it. They actually cannot speak to their strengths or they veer very quickly into what's in the way and I have to bring them back on track. And so I actually spend more time reminding them of who they are through those strengths. So yes. Yes. And that is about who are you? What do you want to build upon as you go into this next level of who you want to be or what you want to do, you know? Mm. So this could be a stretch, and I'm totally open to being off here. It sounds like clients come in because there's a specific goal they want to accomplish, even if that goal is more peace of mind. Like there's this thing that they want, and they think the way to get there is through a tactic, but you're helping them root into this deeper relationship to self, which we could label as a strategy. And through that relationship to self, it's a little bit more effortless and the path is more clear and the results come in a more easeful way. That feels, yes. I mean, yes. A lot of times it gets harder before it gets easier. Yeah. As all, we know. All the right? time. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where I think I am right now. But yeah. yes, yes. Because once they allow themselves to give themselves the space to really lean into what they want or discover mm-hmm. what they truly want and to bring their full selves to that. Yeah. Getting to that next level, which is usually what people are really coming to me for, they want to level up in some capacity, right? They think they're stuck or they think they don't want to do what they're doing anymore, but it's ultimately about like, it's who are they becoming? What's next? What's that Mm -hmm. next level for them? And yeah, to get there, they have to stop doing the things they've been doing before. 
they have to lean into a lot of the things that they've been told not to lean into, like mm-hmm. what do you want rather than, you know, centering themselves sometimes rather than looking at everybody else's definition of success and what they want or looking at other people's definition of leadership and how that's happened prior, right? They know that that's not going to work for them, but they don't know what to do instead. So it's in some ways a discovery process, but there is strategy to it. And they've been, yes, they've been kind of like clawing their way through it or trying to figure things out, right? With tactics, as you're calling them, which is accurate, there's not a bigger picture strategy. Yeah. Yeah. There's not the same spaciousness, intentionality, and productivity. Those are the words that you use to describe how you want to feel in your business. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45-second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, The very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course, and number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom-built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. So you mentioned two sticky points in your marketing. One is you don't want to feel this pressure for every piece of content to be valuable right? I'm like, oh, I got to give value. I got to give value. And you just feel like you're able to observe how other people sell on social and it doesn't always translate for you. I feel like those two things are related. They are. You want to say one more, yeah, there's one more thing that I think is really important that I've noticed for myself that I love when I do lives with people. I love yeah. podcasting. It goes back to that connection thing, right? Yeah. I yeah. love having conversations about what I do or about a specific message when I am doing social media or even sometimes when I'm writing an email, although those have gotten a lot easier for me, I feel like I'm speaking into a void. There's nothing for me to bounce off of. It's not collaborative. And this is so interesting. I've actually been feeling this way so much in my business lately. Like we work by ourselves for so many hours of the day. And yes, I have an amazing VA who I get to get on a phone with and we text. But I crave collaboration more. Yes. And so that's another thing that I kind of, I thought about that last week and I've made a few coffee dates with other entrepreneurs that I know that are in the area to connect with because Mm -hmm. I need more of that. Yeah. So I don't know if that is part of this or not, but it feels like somehow it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about how you work with clients, which is they have to stop for step one, like stop what you've been doing up until mm-hmm. now. 
Mm-hmm. Step two is then leaning in to all of the nots or the don'ts, the things that you've been told not to do. Lean mm-hmm. into those things and redefine them for yourself. Mm. And then step three was leveraging your strengths. Mm-hmm. So that's how through your you're laughing through leveraging your strengths because <laughs> I know this, what you're gonna do. <laughs> I know this clear strategy <laughs> reveals the whole thing on know, me. Right? <laughs> this is it's your fault for being so coachable. So <laughs> so what are your strengths? You mentioned one of them: connection and collaboration. What yeah. other strengths are underutilized mm. right now? Are underutilized. Well, just like talk about your strengths. You said your clients okay. can't name their strengths when you ask them this yeah. question. Yep. So now it's your turn. What are your strengths? Okay. I am like no bullshit, mm-hmm. but I do it with love. So mm-hmm. you know that you're gonna. I'm gonna tell it like it is, but I'm gonna come from a place of deep love and respect and like knowledge that if I don't do that for you, I'm also supporting you and keeping yourself back. That I mean, one of the things I know my clients love most about me is there's no bullshit. Like I'm going to tell you. I do have a really great ability to read between the lines. I have a good intuition about what's Mm -hmm. really going on, the things that aren't being said. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm speaking now about, I guess, about my strengths as a coach. I'm not sure if that, if I should, I guess my strengths as a coach are my strengths as a human being. So it's the same thing, right? I'm fun. I'm fun, which is one of the things that I do think I struggle to bring forward in written marketing a lot. Uh I throw a great party. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I throw a great party, but it's not great because it's fancy. It's great because there's a there's connection. It's that sense of connection, connection and feeling and love that yep. is present when I throw anything from a dinner party to a pizza party to a bat mitzvah, right? Yep. I am always striving to grow myself. Mm-hmm. So I never stop working on the things that like I always want to find more tools for my clients and to have more knowledge to bring to the table. I'm constantly doing the work myself. So I'm not just talking the talk. I'm actually walking my walk. What else? I'm smart. Yeah, you're very smart. And I'm very reliable. Yeah. Like I show up for people. Yeah. Reliable kind of is an annoying word to me because it sounds (laughs) like meh. But like there's something deeper there around I show up. I show up for people. Yeah. Reliable's been hijacked. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Now it's obligation, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So as you relate to the marketing in your business, because Mm -hmm. I I think if I asked you, as you relate to your business, like when you're servicing clients, you'd be rock solid, right? Yeah. But as you relate the marketing of your business, the nurturing of your business, the helping of your business to be its the, the UEST you. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, let's just do a quick rating scale, right? We've got no bullshit. You use your intuition. No bullshit with heart. That's important. You're very intuitive. You're fun and throw a great party. You value connection and love. You're always striving to grow. You're smart and you're reliable. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you score in terms of bringing those innate strengths into your your marketing relationship? 
I'd say I'm probably, I may be, like, there's no fun and party happening in my marketing relationship. Zero. Like, zero. So that brings it all way down. Um, you had that groundhog reel. Come on. You I did. did that. That was, so that's that was that, so okay. fun. It was really fun. <laughs> it was so fun. My kids were so proud of that reel. They were sending it to all their friends. <laughs> I do. Sometimes I do. So there are moments like I and also the one where I drove my kids to school in my bathrobe and I took. Yes, I I remember that one too. I am like it's like when I get a moment, a spark of inspiration. It's so funny, Dallas, because I don't even care or think about metrics when I do those things because I'm just like this is fun and like. Yes. So that, but I don't know how to create that. In social, it's like, oh, I have a moment, right? Whereas like in my life, I know how to cultivate that. So that's something I'm curious about. Like hmm. what happens? What, how do I get myself like be more – How do is there a way to cultivate that more in my marketing and my social that I'm not tapped into. I don't know the answer to that, but it's, yeah. I, I love, thank you for reminding me of that because I totally forgot about those things and I am sometimes fun. Yeah, you are. Um, and I think as soon as you, I just watching your energy, as soon as you yeah. stop and think about the doing of it, like how do you cultivate it? You give yourself permission to do it. You give yourself permission to do it. And when that permission structure is in place, you find the moments to capture. It's like, you, you can't try. You have to have enough of a, like routine or almost flip that switch so you're looking for opportunities. But the second you try to figure out the message behind fun, you're there's no fun. You just nailed it. It's like I haven't figured out how to flip the switch so that I'm yeah. looking for the opportunities. Yeah. That's it. And I think it's because I'm trying so damn hard. Yep. But you're right. There's more opportunity there for me. I just am not I'm so serious about it. <laughs> You're so serious about it. Okay. So let's go back to scaling. Just like how okay. would you rate yourself? 10 is awesome. I think, One. I think I'm like around a four and a half or maybe a five. Okay. Maybe. A four to five. So what would in action, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the number of posts or the type of message. I'm almost talking about the experience of marketing. Mm-hmm. So what would the experience of marketing in action look like if you could confidently rate yourself at a six or seven? So we're just increasing that rating by a point or two. It would be a lot more lighthearted. Yep. It would just be like, I just do it. Like I don't have to think about it so much, right? I just kind of like something comes to me and I'm like, you know, it's almost like I want to go back to that period where I was posting in just in notes because Canva Mm -hmm. gets me so like, and it's so stupid. Even just putting text in a colored box in Canva takes me way longer than it should take me. And then I get frustrated that I'm taking so much time. So I want this to be simpler. Not like it's, it doesn't have to be easy, but just simpler. It doesn't have to be so exhausting. Yes. Michelle, you talked about the parties that you throw, Mm -hmm. and they're great, not because they're fancy, Mm -hmm. but because there's so much love poured into them. Mm. So I wonder if there's a world where your whole vibe 
was almost to like poo-poo consistency because maybe even consistency is a tactic. Maybe in this world, consistency is a tactic. So it's Mm -hmm. not I have to post every other day. Mm -hmm. It's I pour love into the message that I'm sharing. Like everything I'm sharing has a reason. And the reason isn't because it's Wednesday and I haven't posted since Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And you're all about pouring the no bullshit with love, following your intuition. These are your strengths. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Following your intuition, having fun, not making it fun, having fun, and leaning into connection. So, of course, everything you post should be in notes. Yeah. I like it. Well, I just like it. I feel a release of pressure if it stops being so much of a have to all the time. Yeah. That's what you provide. That's what you help your clients lean into. Letting go of all the don't do it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the one thing, here's the thing I'm getting a little bit stuck on. So tell me that to stop it if I should. But I still feel like there has to be a strat, like there's still a marketing strategy that I have to have behind my social. Or am I, do I need to just let that go for a little while? Well, the strategy is. Leaning into your strengths, right? And making those strengths visible to your audience. Okay. And never forgetting that the, uh, so I'm going back to how you show up in sales calls. You're showing Uh up in sales calls, exploring whether or not it's a match. You're centering the client, you're exploring whether or not it's a match. Uh And you know that if you feel like it's a match, you have to invite them to become a client. So the strategy is use your strengths, present invitations. Mm. And we could get, I'm using giant air quotes here. We could get so micro specific about a strategy, but the strategies that work are never missing those two things. All the rest is just the rest, right? And those things like fit certain personalities and don't fit others and they cha- what worked a year ago does not work today. But I, right. I worry that where we're at right now, that is going to lead you to more tactics and we yeah. need to create the strategic foundation of you're showing up and using your strengths always and only. And if that means that you're posting once a week, that's what you're doing because the rest of it is bullshit and it isn't going to move the needle anyhow. Yep. I get that. Because when I'm pushing, it's not real. It's not authentic. Yeah. And what if you only, like the intention with every post was simply fun and connection? Mm. So I want to circle back to this thing you said you feel is really missing in your business, which is connection. If you were tasked with creating more connection in your marketing, or relying more on connection. I don't want you to have to create it, right? Mm-hmm. Leaning mm-hmm. into it instead. What would that look like? I think it probably would look like more collaboration with other coaches more than mm-hmm. anything or with other entrepreneurs. Again, I go to like, that's fun for me, right? There's yes. fun and connection. When I think about DM strategies and all that stuff, it feels so like, it feels like I'm pushing a boulder uphill. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it's more about reaching out to other people to be collaborative and having more Mm -hmm. conversations about how we can collaborate together, whatever that might look like. That feels like the right next step around that. What about collaboration with your audience? I feel like there's something there. Oh, oh, didn't even think about that. See, this is where, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't know, but I feel I'm like blank. How do I collaborate with my audience? I have an idea. You could start with all your former clients and then start with all your current clients and maybe even with your audience at large. Like what if they had the opportunity, I'm using air quotes, to get coached by you? You could do IG Lives coaching somebody. Mm-hmm. You could also just have people send you a question, mm. right? Say, oh, you like Esther Perel, right? I love Esther Perel. Oh my gosh, yes. So <laughs> she does these Esther calling, right? Where people, they're not in a full therapy session, but they've got this one question and it's a phone call. Right, You could do a version of that, but it's just voice record, total anonymity. I'm not going to publish your voice recording. Voice mm-hmm. record, this issue you're having, this problem you want to solve, and I'm going to give you feedback. I'm going to give you next steps. So you're kind of creating these mini I love it. coaching experiences, and then that informs your content. I right? love You could that. go live answering yeah. the question. You could take the transcript of that live and have your VA. You're not touching it. Have your VA turn it into a carousel or something in notes. Then the next post could be something around you dissecting the process that you unconsciously went through because you're such a good coach to really illustrate your thinking behind that. Those are three pieces of really valuable content, valuable without being heavy, totally Mm -hmm. rooted in connection, designed to sell coaching. Yep. I love it. It's great. That's also a strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me I might not want to do it. I know, Um, right? Just kidding. (laughs) Great. So I can send an email. I mean, I can send an an email to my list asking them to send me like a voice recording of a question. Let's Let's get a little bit more concrete about this so it feels super actionable for you. Okay. I hesitate to recommend this because how many online tools can a person subscribe to? It's a lot. Mm -hmm. But Video Ask Mm -hmm. is perfectly designed for this. Okay. So Video Ask essentially records an asynchronous conversation. So you could create a video of yourself right? Hi, I want to do pocket coaching sessions. They're totally anonymous. Here's what it looks like. Click the audio button and answer this question for me, right? Or if if we had 20 minutes together to solve a specific problem or accomplish a specific goal, what would you want to get coaching around? Hit the audio button and record it. So then it just gets recorded inside a video ask. So there's no, the client having to record a voice memo and upload it and send it like that could get very cumbersome. And then if it's an audio, it can be anonymous and you could even use clips of that audio or at least have Mm -hmm. it transcribed for your content. So then inside a video ask, you can record your response. Oh. That response can, a video of it, that response Uh can get sent to the client. So now they're actually being serviced. Hi, wonderful top of funnel to move them into a sales call, by the way. Yep. But also you can take that video recording and there's content. 
for social. Yep. I love it. It's great. So how bouldery does this feel? Very. <laughs> it does. Oh, no, bold. no, 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 oh. no, no. No, I was not bouldery. It feels very bold. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> not yes. bouldery. No, 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 no. It doesn't feel very bouldery. No, it, I'm excited to try it. It feels, okay. it feels fun. Okay. It actually feels fun to try. Great. So here's yeah. how this is a strategy instead of a tactic. Okay. We identified your strengths, right? We... We identified the feeling you want to have in your business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to back it up. The first thing we did was identify the feeling you want to have in your business. The second thing we did was identify where it's effortless for you to show up with more purpose, right? So now we've got this framework, and we used your kids and your friends, kids' friends, clients. Mm -hmm. And we've got this framework for how you can relate to your business, shift it from burden to connection. Yep. Then we really looked at what are your strengths and where do you want to lean in? This is what you do with your clients. We just did it for your business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where you want to lean in is connection. So an obvious step to take there is more collaboration. But I thought, mm, what if we could create collaboration with your audience so that the thing you're posting really feels connected? And that's where this idea to have this asynchronous, essentially, coaching be the root of the content that you put out. I love it. I love it. I'm really excited to try it. Great. Any thoughts or questions that we need to address in order for you to be able to move, lean in to this plan? I don't think so. I'm trying to decide, like, do I just go big with my whole list to start, or I think I'm going to do what you said and start with former clients and ease into it a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. Or former and current clients and just see what I get back from that and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can, as you do a couple of these, we can look at creative, connected, fun. What are your other words here? Striving to grow smart, reliable, intuitive ways to use that content to get the most mileage out of that content in a way that really feels light and you instead of the other path that many of us can unconsciously find ourselves on. Yeah. I just want to feel like me. Yeah. This has felt like a struggle for a long time. The marketing. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. It's not my natural talent. It is something I've had to learn and grow into. And so of course I'm going to hit big roadblocks along the way. Yes. I have to try different things and see what works and what doesn't. Yes. Um, And we have to redefine. This is the other thing you help your clients do. Right? You talked about they need to redefine what leadership means to them. So my invitation for you is to redefine marketing. Marketing mm. is just a heartfelt, fun form of connection. I love that. Yeah. It's about how do I connect with my audience more. That's yeah. it. And not by putting out, here we go, that, ooh, it's got to be valuable. You don't create mm-hmm. connection by providing more value. The mm-hmm. value is inherently there when you just show up striving for connection. It's just yep. valuable. Okay. What are you going to do to remind yourself about this shift, right, about this conversation, about relating to your business in this way when you forget? 
Well, I'm going to put post-it yeah. notes everywhere because that's what okay. I do. <laughs> okay. when, and that's how I keep things present for myself when it's a new habit I need to, it's like, because otherwise, forget it. In 20 minutes, I'll forget and I'll be, so if I need visual reminders, they really help me. So I'm going to stick a post-it note right on my computer. Great. So every marketing decision is rooted in the strategy of connection. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, for me, that would be the trigger. Oh, I, oh, I see how this person, what this person did on stories. I should try that. Maybe, let me stop. Let me think about connection. Right now, looking through the lens of connection, what do I want to do with this idea? Yeah. So I'm thinking about like all the people that I tend to look at on social media and go, God, why can't I do it? And what they're doing is connecting. Yeah. There's an element of connection. That's it. That's like the thing. That's the only similar thing among all of them. Yeah. Is connection. And and fun. And fun. That is the thing. So it's time for me to just like, that's my goal with social media, connection and fun. And my marketing. Yeah. Yep. And anything else you do is a waste of time and energy because it's not rooted in your strengths. It is just a tactic which may or may not work and there and may or may not be repeatable. So we don't need to waste our time on it. The other thing I'm thinking here is I need to notice for myself when I start to get like that like tense craziness yeah. around mm-hmm. it, and that means walk away. Nope, you're yep. not doing it right now. Yep. Put it down. Go for a five-minute walk around the block and come back and do something else in your business. Not that right now because it's yep. not serving you. It's yep. not helpful. Yeah. We're not about being fancy. We're about being connected, just like yeah. your best parties. <laughs> yeah, I got to make – social media has to – it should be a party. It's a big coaching party. <laughs> completely, completely. Yeah. This Great. was so much fun. Thank you Thank again you. for coming on the show. This was really helpful. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, folks. Thank you for bearing witness to this conversation. I hope you can take this idea and run with it in your own business. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now, and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.